This is the morning after broadcasting live from WMCK Radio. I think um, my name is Scott Edwards, and with me is my co-host Brenna Roberts. What day is it? Happy Wednesday, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> I it's always for Wednesday. It's Wednesday every time we do the show. Actually, right. Fun so. fact, though, I did forget we were recording this until I was on the way home. So you and me both. I <laughs> would like to point out the fact that my mind is not okay right now. So, um, unfortunately, the Celtics did not win the NBA Finals because who did, Scott? The Los Angeles Lakers in late. Let me just rub more salt in the wound of uh, Brenna. LeBron James. Oh, my God. LeBron James. I am so sick of hearing his name. Four-time. Four-time champion of the world. God. Rajon Rondo is also a two-time champion. Let's not let's not act like we he didn't win because he did. He actually played a good game. Like he was low scoring the few games before, but then fun he did fact: he is the first ever player to win a ch- NBA championship with the Celtics and Lakers. I did see that. I saw that at the end of the game. And, I believe, and he won. And both of them are number seventeen for each franchise. Oh. That's kind of weird. Now they're tied. Sad. Do you see the, um, the picture of him and his son at the end of the game? No. I didn't even know Rondo had a son. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it was like, Rondo and his son celebrate after the game. I was like, who? <laughs> Does his son also look like Franklin? N- no. His son's like actually, like personally, I don't think Rondo is a good looking guy. He scares me personally. Because he looks like the turtle. Franklin. He does look like Franklin the turtle. His son is cute. Like, oh, well, that's I was like, oh. How old is but, the kid? Like a baby? Yeah, younger. he was like, I'll actually look it up. I think he was, he looked like he had to be like three years old. He was sure, young. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, LeBron James won his fourth championship. 17th overall for the Lakers, tying the Boston Celtics for the most all time. Uh, Does not say how old his son is. But, Brenna does not like LeBron, so we're going to keep talking about LeBron. Uh, I really don't like LeBron. Um, so where does this championship, considering the circumstances, the situation, the way the playoffs were in this like weird bubble thing, does this help his legacy, hurt his legacy, change his legacy at all in your eyes? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you already know how I feel about him. Like, the thing is, is I feel like I've gained more respect for him recently as I've watched him play more because personally, I just never really, like, took the time to watch him play because I was like, LeBron, huh. hate him. Just because, you know, he's that good. And I at first found him arrogant, which I feel like he can be. But He still is, but yeah. Right. But compared to a lot of famous athletes, he actually does a lot of good for the community. He gives back. He helps out a lot of kids. He is a good family man, and he is a good teammate. I mean, like, he's LeBron, but he's a good teammate, and I feel like that's something to respect. And also, you can't discredit his game. Like, he is extremely talented, probably one of the most talented athletes in the whole world. But the thing that pisses me off is comparing him to MJ, which I've said this before, (laughs) but – Someone said that MJ has now officially retired as the GOAT and LeBron has taken his place. And I'm like, you cannot replace MJ. First of all, they're two totally different players. And second of all, it was like when 
MJ played, it was all MJ. And yeah, it was like Scottie Pippen and whatever, but the Lakers are the Lakers. Like LeBron is great, but he also has Anthony Davis. He has Rajon Rondo. He has all these other players that are making him great. Whereas MJ pretty much carried his Um, entire team. So for me, I've always thought LeBron was the second best player of all time before this trophy, (laughs) before whatever finals was his last one. I've just thought that because his his overall skill, like you said, is very different from what MJ did. Because, like, he passes more than MJ did. He doesn't have to take over as much, in a sense, because, like you said, he has very good role players with him. Uh, I think this this trophy does help his legacy, mostly because of how weird it was to earn it. Mm. Um, but in the end, like... The only way he ever gets past MJ is if he somehow gets to like seven in the next five years, which will be very difficult because I don't think that is going to happen. Because, I mean, also, like, I didn't get to fully understand and, like, watch MJ play as, like, my dad, you know? Like, my dad, being his age, I mean, he's in his 50s now, so, like, he watched MJ at a young age in his prime and all that and I feel like I didn't get to experience that so right Mm -hmm. now as I'm watching LeBron play and as we have social media that updates you on every single little thing that everyone is doing you're like oh my god LeBron didn't tip a hundred dollars to his waiter like you know (laughs) whereas if it was back when MJ was playing sure there was news and media coverage but not as it is today and MJ was selfish in his own right but we also didn't get to see those little things that he did that LeBron gets nitpicked for now. So I feel like it's hard. It's just so hard to compare them. They just have such totally different playing styles, but I feel like if you're going to compare them in greatness, they're both great in their own right. And I feel like I agree with you that if we're talking about best basketball players of all time, that he is close to MJ, but I still see MJ as the best. Yeah, personally. I, yeah, that's agreeable. And uh, LeBron's been to ten finals now. Right. I did. I completely forgot about the first like two. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people forget he made it with the Cavs. Mm-hmm. His first run. And people are just so sick of seeing like LeBron and Steph Curry in the playoffs. Like people right. were like, "All right, let's move on. Let's yeah. get, let's move past this. We're sick of it." Yeah. Yeah, we never, we still haven't got a year off from either one of them being in the finals. Right. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Good, congrats to the Lakers. They did it for Kobe. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Right. That's that's what makes me happy about them winning. Like I feel like I I knew they were gonna win, but I give tons of credit to the Heat and especially to Jimmy Butler for, <clears throat> excuse me, holding their own. And, Jimmy Butler's awesome. Yeah, he really. I mean, I said it in the last. I think it was the last show or the show he before did. that he gained a lot of my respect. And he continued to gain a lot of my respect. And I think that hopefully he'll be around for a little while longer and he'll continue to be great because he just left it all on the floor in those Mm -hmm. finals games. And that is something that is highly respectful in not only a coach's eyes or a teammate's eyes, but in a fan's eyes also. And I have a newfound respect for Jimmy Butler for sure. So I have an ad for everyone. Yeah, we're doing it early and I'm remembering. So that's the, (laughs) 
That's the real trick here. Um, this one's called College Access. Overwhelmed with all of the college planning. Not sure how to ask FAFSA for money to help pay for college. GetSchool.com is here to help. It's a free resource that's easy to use and can help answer your questions. Check them out at GetSchool.com. Get guidance, get informed, get schooled. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. <laughs> I'll never, ever do an ad without it being the Ad Council. Just letting everyone know that now. The day um, that you do, I'm yeah, going to get so, a cake. Yeah, you're going to like laugh at me because I'm going to be like, oh, I messed up. Um, go for a party. So we have a little, a little, one more topic to talk about that we weren't expecting. Um, which, is, oh, by the way, I called the Lakers in six. Just I was saying. Gonna say, I was going to mention that saying. and I forgot. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did forgot. call. What yeah, did, sure. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I said. You said seven. Did I? I said I thought I did too. You did, you definitely said Lakers. Yeah, I did say Lakers, but I think yeah, I said seven. You're right. Well, yeah. whatever. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so, uh, the NCAA announced today, which is Wednesday, that Division One athletes of winter, like this winter, you know, get one extra year of el- el- <laughs> eligibility, eligibility for you know next year or whatever. I don't. I don't know, depends for who. And our own Brenna Roberts is an athlete in the winter. So Woo-hoo. felt the need to talk about it because, like, I have no uh, effect. Congrats. Well, Yay. yeah. So, um, hi, this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, as soon as we got on, Scott's like, oh, yeah. So extra year of eligibility. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I don't know if they if it's like Merrimack or other schools are doing something special or if they just haven't told us yet um I mean I don't think they've like I haven't heard personally that they've officially canceled our winter season they definitely continue to postpone the fall because they were supposed to reassess on the first of October and then they were like yeah we can't do this yet so I heard that all of our because I'm a swimmer that all of excuse me, our competitions were pushed off until late November, but that's when our semester ends. So that doesn't help at all. Um, But yeah, so I think it's interesting because our sport is considered winter, but we technically swim year round that we would get an extra year of eligibility. And being a remote athlete, it's intriguing to me, but I personally don't know if I will take it. Because I do not plan on going to grad school next year, nor do I plan on going back to Merrimack. So, but I know, I know one of my friends is planning on going to um, Merrimack for grad school and she's also remote. So I'll be interested to see if she does it or if any of my other teammates decide to do it also. My question is for senior athletes, no matter what sport you play in division one, do you is it does it come down to loving the sport so much that you want to play that extra year like have that you know satisfaction yeah i got to play my last year i got to put it all out there because if you're being an athlete in college even if you're not necessarily you know taking classes or anything cuz i don't i don't know how this works if you're a senior like i have no idea how this works 
Um, do you really want to put your lo- your life on extra, like a pause for an extra year to right. play a sport? And don't get me wrong, sports <clears throat> are great. Everyone, I think everyone meets that time where they're ready to let it go. Uh, I know I have. I know I know other people necessarily haven't, and that's fine. I just am wondering: is it to everyone? Is it worth taking an extra year and you know not being able to you know start your life after school right I feel like for me personally like I love I mean I had such a love-hate relationship with swimming and I feel like a lot of people do and a lot of people do with their other with other sports not just Mm -hmm. with swimming but it wasn't until I got to college and I saw all of the seniors graduating that I was like, holy crap, I only have four more years left to do something that I've done since I was two years old. And I've never, personally, I've never known a life without swimming. So I'm afraid of what's going to happen when I stop. But I personally have acquired a shoulder injury from swimming so much because we swim six days a week, we lift, we do doubles and whatever. So it's at the point where it's like, it's painful. And I was recommended to get surgery, but I chose not to because they said there was a chance I would never be able to swim normally again. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've got one more year. Why would I do right. that? And then this all happened. And I've gotten to swim with my old club team, which I have really enjoyed, That's but cool. it's kind of given me this peace of mind where I'm like, it sucks because I had set a goal that I wanted to go a specific time before I ended my swim career. And the past, the last championships we had, I got so close. Like I was so, so close and I was proud of myself because it was the best time, but I was like, okay, next year, last year, I'm going to do it. And now it looks like it's not going to happen, but I've kind of come to terms with it and come to peace that it's like, all right, my body is broken down. I need a break and it's time. And I don't know if I could do another year because I've been mentally preparing for so long to just be done after this year Mm -hmm. that I don't know if I could ever do another year. I know everyone's different. Like there's so many people who would definitely take the year of eligibility, but for me, I don't foresee it happening unless some extenuating circumstance comes about, but I appreciate that they're giving the athletes the option because it sucks. Like you're so attached to your sport. You're not ready to let it go. It sucks. Mm. It like breaks my heart, but I'm like, I just can't like, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I can't imagine making the decision one way or another. I just, right. I just, I, when I stopped, okay, let me rephrase. My, when my friend was having trouble in college, he played football Division three. I know this is different because division three, but he went to school to play football. I know this for a fact. He didn't go to school for school. He went there to play football. And we can't, I I had this discussion with him sometime last year where he was just, you know, having a tough time in school. He needed to kind of, cause he wasn't focusing. It was just football. And I told him is, are you really going to school for football or, like for yourself because football is not always going to be there unfortunately right. and you need you need the school part <laughs> to succeed mm-hmm. so what he ended up doing was he actually left left his school 
started coaching football. So mm-hmm. that I always think that's a good avenue to go down, especially if you really love a sport and you went, you, you know, you play college because like for you, you, you coach your club team. Yeah. I teach swimming lessons to younger kids and then I'm a, an assistant coach also. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a good avenue to go down, especially because you get to be a part of the game. You get to share your knowledge. I've always been a fan of coaching and now he's, you know, back on the good grades and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I applaud any <clears throat> student athlete out there because it's just, a, it's a hard grind as is. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get that extra year that you got stolen away from you, I respect that. Yeah. I think it's important also to remember, like you don't need college to succeed in life like I feel like that's a really that's been grinded into us since we were young and like my sister and I were having this conversation the other day that my parents never were like you have to go to college they Mm -hmm. never said that it was just like we always assumed that we were going to go to college but then when I got to be a senior like a junior in high school I was really struggling and I was like I just want to take a year off like I am so done with school I am not a test taking person I cannot concentrate and sit in a desk for hours on end and I wanted to take a year off my parents were like if that's what you want to do then go for it and there's so many people I know who don't go to school and get jobs right away and they're extremely successful but obviously depending on the job you want to have school can help you and part of the reason that I chose to go to school after I graduated was because of swim and I think that's important because swim was so important to me that I was like I'm not ready to give it up yet. If I took one year off, I would be set so far back. So I have to keep up with it now. And I think that a lot of people have that instilled in their mind that they're like, I'm so good at my sport. I can't just stop now. Like I have to keep going, but that's how you get burnt out, you know? And I feel like it's so important to remember that you, not just like your schooling comes first, but like you come first, your mental health, is what's most important. And if you get this extra year of eligibility and you're like, I have to do it. I mean, I was given a four-year scholarship. I only got three years. I should get this fourth year. I should take it now that I'm given it. If your heart isn't in it and you're like, I'm just ready to be done. Don't, why would you force yourself to do it? You know, that's kind of where I'm at, where it's like, I'm just personally mentally ready to be done with Merrimack swimming. And that's fine. I don't want to be done with swimming as a whole, but just in that sense, I'm ready to step back and move on with my life. But I think it's important that everyone should reassess, especially with something so important like this. And college is so hard as is. Right. Like, and like you said, you don't need college to succeed, but depending what industry you want to go into, you, in the end, you do need that diploma, unfortunately for some things, which is, Which is like when you look at ridiculous, but you're paying all this money. You're paying all this money to get a piece of paper that's like, "Hey, I'm qualified." Well, the well, the reason I had this discussion with my friends because he was going to fail out of school. Right, like he was on the brink of failing out, and that's when I was like, and you could just tell he wasn't, you know, feeling football anymore. Which is yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the grind. I know you. you had like you would literally be like up all day and then by the time you got into your room you'd go to sleep yeah pretty pretty much much. like and it's kind of like rinse repeat for you student athletes like were the days repetitive oh yeah weekdays like did it feel repetitive after a while 
Well, especially when you're practicing six days a week, like yeah. we're, I think we're, we are required by the NCAA to have one day off. Mm -hmm. So say we have like a three day swim meet from like Friday. Cause usually my day off was Sunday. Yep. If we had a three day meet from Friday to Sunday, we would have that Monday off. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it was like, I don't know. I, we would have practice every single day. So it's like you wake up and we'd either have morning lift. I'd go to two classes. Then I'd go to practice. Then I'd have another class. Then I'd come home, do all my homework. And I'd be so exhausted by 9 PM that I'd go to bed. And it's like, you're just waking up and doing the same thing. But I don't feel like I ever got like, there were definitely times, especially in the winter where I got like depressed and I was like, Oh my God, this is the same thing every damn day. What am I doing this for? But I had a really good support system in yeah. my friends, my teammates, my family, my coach, my, all my coaches were really helpful. And I feel like that's super important, especially being an athlete. And like, I know my sister is a senior in high school this year and she's not going to school for athletics, but just in general, like if you're going to school, especially for athletics, it's so important to find a coach and a team that you gel with, because when you get in those hard times, when it's every single day and you're with these people all the time, like you need to find those people that are going to pull you out of that hole because everyone gets into it. Even if it's like the most happy, positive person, they get into those holes. And I think that's super, super important. No matter where you go to school that you find some support system that will be there to help you. Cause you can't just do it alone. Like no one can do it alone because that's just unhealthy. And now we're kind of, you know, going off track, but we wouldn't yeah. be having the show if we didn't. Um, I think that is something important that you just said. Even if you're not an athlete, a support system is something you should always have, especially mm -hmm. during your days in college, because days in college can be tough. Like, yeah, you're only in class for two to three hours a day, if that, if that. Mm -hmm. And it just – but it's the homework you have. It's the events you do. It's the clubs you're part of. It's the, you know, just you trying to live your life. And I think having a support system is very important, whether it's coaches or friends or family or the list goes on. I don't know, even like a professor or a teacher, like I know people get really close with them. So that's always an option too. So I, I know. Cause I mean, like you've, you've always been a commuter student. So yes it's definitely hard being because I know I had considered Bridgewater, which is probably like 30, 40 minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a car at the time, but I had considered commuting because I was like a super anxious person and I didn't know how I was going to be being away from home. But my biggest concern was not being able to meet people and right. make a lot of friends. So you being a commuter, commuter student, especially during this time, like, how does that work for you in finding a good support system? Um, it's pretty difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like having your family at home always helps, but there was the, you know, there was some rough patches in there. Um, especially I think at the end of sophomore year, like it was really rough, but I think everyone has that rough patch. Like there's no one in life that just goes through it without having tough day like unfortunately this is just life it is and being a commuter it's really tough and I kind of knew that going into it because there were days I just didn't want to be at the school at all mm -hmm. meaning I didn't want to talk to anyone I just wanted to you know take my class and leave and there was a lot of times that I did that 
-hmm. And I think it takes finding something or some people or, you know, to get out, get you out of that funk of a sort. Like junior year was my favorite year of college by far. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything just felt right. I didn't hate being at school. I wanted to be there more than I ever did. So it's weird, especially for commuter because, you know, I didn't live with people. So I didn't have like this super close person with me on campus necessarily, but I think I've done pretty well. I think I did. I think I did pretty good. I feel like what's helped you too, like, I mean, I've only known, like, I've known who you are, but I feel like we just got close. <laughs> like, are. well, because we are in the same major, yeah. but Scott and I got close last year because we were on the Beacon together. Yes. And so we were writing a lot of articles and he was editing all my papers and things. So I feel like you th- being a part of a lot of clubs. Can I just pause for a second? Yeah. Uh, we're in the same major, same major, same like year. Why am I editing your stuff? Like, just think about that out loud. (laughs) Okay, well, I think that the main thing last year was because you were the sports editor and I was the... I never was on the Beacon before that. I wasn't either. Okay, just I just wanted to... But you also did an internship with Nesson. I mean, I just started it when I started the Beacon. It's not like I was there. Well, (laughs) she was probably like, you know... But it was just like, it, it made me sound like an asshole like you were like he edited my stuff and i was like oh no (laughs) well no you weren't meaning that but like in my head i was like see i was just (laughs) yeah i was just saying like i don't know i it's kind of crazy that i was because if had i been like older than you that'd be be different but sounded weird in my head i don't know why yeah but I mean, I think she knew that you were a strong writer. Like I'm sure she had you in class. I think she had me once before. We're talking uh, about yeah. I've had her a Zim few Dars. times. I've talked to her a few times. So right, we're talking about Zimdars, who yeah. is the okay, she oversees her. the Beacon, and right. she probably knew you were a strong writer. So she was like, just edit Brenna's yeah. stuff. And yeah. how did we get to this point of conversation? Oh, we were talking about getting closer last year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think that joining clubs is super important. Even if you're a super anxious person, like I was never a part of clubs in high school. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, go to school, go to practice, go to work, go home. Yeah. And I just didn't have time for clubs. And even if I did have time, like I told myself I didn't have time, but like I probably did, especially when swim was out of season. But I think in college, it's so important because it's like, it's on campus. It's walking distance Mm -hmm. and you have that free hour, like just do it. And most of the time you'll meet great people. And I personally really like all the people that are on the Beacon eboard. And I feel like I can talk to every single lots one of good them. people. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good people there. Even if I am confused many oh, times, time I do things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, you, you make a good point. And like you said, groups, clubs, whatever you want to call them, they help a lot. And I think that's what helped me junior year. Cause I, I was like part of WMCK just doing my show weekly, but I didn't really do anything. And then, you know, like you said, joining groups was helpful because, you know, I met you, I met other people. So it worked out, worked out. I don't know how we got here, but it's fine. Um, You want to, you want to just, you want to jump into Disney week? Yeah. Let me just throw my ad in there real quick before I forget. Awesome. So quote, chill quote. 
Make sure your leftovers are as safe as they are delicious. Put them in shallow containers and get them into the refrigerator as soon as possible. Spoiled leftovers make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by chilling food promptly and properly. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. Public service announcement brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Yes. Oh, my God. That, that kind of got dark for a second there. It really did. I was like, huh? Oh, okay. this, took a turn. this is an ad? Wow. Okay. 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 Um, so, yeah, this is the second part of Disney Week. We're going to start it now because we have a lot to get to, yeah. and I definitely haven't timed the show in my head anymore, so we're just going to have a good time, and, and what happens, happens. Do we have to do – we didn't do Universal last week, did we? We did. We did. Do oh, we Universal. did. We did. Okay, we did. cool. We made, we made sure to fit it in, but this show, we're going to have music, a lot of music, lots of music. Like past weeks, you've only had one song. This week, we're gonna have ten, ten or Get prepared. Unless we have the same songs and like nine or eight, but you know what I mean. And then we're also gonna talk favorite Disney movies, favorite Disney character. I actually, you know what? We're gonna do music last because like that'll yeah, be a good, good yeah. that'll be a good flow out. Even though the music won't be playing for us while we're recording this, so it's gonna be a little awkward, but it's fine. Uh so you want to start with? movies sure so my favorite personally okay personally for disney this is top five by the way yes yes top five so i personally am a huge cartoon person like even for christmas movies the only real person christmas movies that i like is a christmas story and the grinch every other christmas movie i like like i hate elf you don't like home alone no do not like Home Alone. I hate Elf and Home Alone. I've never yep. met someone that hated both of them. I those. swear I'm, a, I'm the only person. Wow. Like, oh, oh. No, well, I, don't get me wrong. I will say it 10 times out of 10. Elf is probably the most overrated Christmas movie ever. Oh, it is. It is. Because people are like, oh, it's a great. No, I've seen it a thousand times. It gets worse every time I see it. Thanks for asking. We should do a special Christmas episode. But anyways, so my favorite, my number one, my favorite <clears throat> Disney movie that I will watch on repeat, I know all the words, is Alice in Wonderland. I knew that answer only because you kind of gave it away last week. I just talk about it nonstop also. Like, that is my favorite Alice movie. Alice in Wonderland. I respect that so much. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are like, <laughs> is Alice in Wonderland considered a princess? No, she's just a, you know, dumb girl who falls down a hole and winds up in wonderland because i'm trying to think when i see disney princesses she's part of it i guess not no she's just there interesting i don't know why i always put her in that (laughs) probably because she's a female and you know disney do you want me to name all five um do you want to do your number one i'll do my number one which i've already given away so many times before and i cheated here because i wanted to name more movies so i wrapped all four up into one Oh, God. Oh, my favorite, favorite, favorite movie series, whatever, in Disney is Toy Story. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And in a, in a way, I had to cheat and put them all in number one. 
because like anytime someone asks me, hey, what's like what's your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Toy Story. And they're like, oh, which one? All of them. Like, they, it's always a bad conversation because even my friend asked me, he's like, hey, what's your top five favorite Disney movies? I'm like, <laughs> Toy Story one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Toy Story one, and two, Nemo. three, and four. And he was like, really? You like them all more? I was like, yeah, you sh- I sure Not do. Much. Sure do, buddy. Um, so I, I wrapped them up to be more creative today, um, even though they would be my first four in a normal list. Um, I, I, I've ex- explained on the show already in our first week, I'm going to say, first or second week, why I like Toy Story, so I'm not going to do it again, <laughs> even though I would happily do it. Um, but yeah, uh, to infinity and beyond. All right, you're up. <laughs> Number two is Cinderella. I can't really explain why I love that movie so much. Classic. It's classic. It just really is. I just love like the old Disney princess movies. Like those are just so nostalgic. And I love Disney Plus for having them like sleeping. You are going to hate my list. Oh God. (laughs) Well, no, I still like like the newer Disney princess movies and the newer Disney movies, but like I do like them, but I just Mm -hmm. am a huge sucker for like especially like i like old movies but especially the old disney princess movies so cinderella is definitely number two all right all right my number two is monsters inc that's a good one ah ah love it love it monsters university may be the worst sequel ever ah it's not like bad in the sense that it's a bad movie it's just bad in the sense that it did not live up to anything we ever wanted because if you've seen monsters inc they have the biggest cliffhanger ever and then they just do nothing about it they did they definitely did that on purpose it was so mean and then they were like oh there's a second monsters inc on i was like (laughs) and it was like maybe the creator died and didn't tell them what it was supposed to be and then they made a prequel because they hate us uh, but yeah, Monster Inc.'s great stuff. Great stuff. All right, my number three is Moana. I Oof. love Oof. Moana. I just ugh, everything so about good. it. Like just the island is so magical, and the girl who does her voice—I don't know why—it's just so soothing. It is. And I, this song isn't in my top five Disney songs, but my favorite song from Moana is "Shiny," the one with the creepy crab that's trying oh, to kill okay. her. Oh, okay. I don't wow. know why, but I just love. I'm kind that of scene. amazed that that's your favorite song from that movie. Yeah, I mean, I have a different song in my top five, but like that's like one of my. Is it your welcome? No, I hate ah, that song. No! <laughs> I think so that song's sad. annoying. I'm like, why song. is why is Dwayne the Rock Johnson singing? Right oh, now? it's amazing. Have you ever okay? Now, have you ever seen his TikToks? He's watching it with his daughter, right, Moana. Oh yeah, she, she doesn't know and it's she him. She makes him singing it every time. He's like, she has no idea that it's me. And I was like, that's awesome. But that's damn, so I'm ups- I mean, it's not in my top five list either. No, it shouldn't be in anyone's top five list. To be fair, but it, it's a dream. Uh, my number three is inside out oh that's on my list too i've had i've had inside out climb so many times and i've only seen it twice like it's that's why i don't watch it so many times because it's emotional bing bong oh man i can't i can't it's such a good movie and i think it's like my number one like hey this is a new disney movie and even if you're a grown-ass adult you should watch it it's so creative too like just like the islands of emotion or like the islands of Mm -hmm. 
like what is it the islands of core memories and yeah and like this it's just so it's so creative it's, such an it's really advanced well done. kids movie mm. it's <laughs> like so just well the done. idea behind it it's awesome uh i think i knocked off like i i switched this list multiple times but i'm, I'm confident with that one yeah my number four would probably be the little mermaid for obvious reasons the little mermaid was my favorite for a long time but then i was like it's so obvious that i'm a swimmer and my favorite is the little mermaid but (laughs) it's moved down my list as more disney movies have come out and i've watched like alice in wonderland and cinderella will just always be at the top but i do really like the little mermaid and that will probably always be on my list as well i can't i can't disrespect the classics so that's a good choice it's a good choice um i almost just took this off my list but i'm gonna keep it on there even though it's number four yeah i almost took the number four off the list lilo and stitch oh that's a good one i haven't seen it in a while yeah so i rewatched it recently because someone was like oh it's like the best disney movie i was like i don't know about the best and then i rewatched it and i was like this this slaps. It still slaps. <laughs> it's so good, and it's another one of those Disney movies that really hit your emotions. Not that many Disney movies don't hit your emotions, because they like to you know hurt you inside mm-hmm. before the ultimate you know saving part at the end. But yeah, Leon Stitch number four. And my fifth is Inside Out. It's just nice. it's so a very well done. It's so good. It's uh. so this is gonna. This is going to be interesting. This one's interesting. I I have like four different movies I want to put here, so I'm sorry to everyone. Like it it it's moved a few times. Like I had The Incredibles here, then I moved back cuz I was like, I don't know if I really love the first Incredibles that much. I, I love The second it. one is so funny. Yes. Jack Jack. Yes, Jack Jack is phenomenal. Uh I also had Frozen 2 here, which I also liked, but I didn't. I haven't seen I that yet. It's very good. Highly recommend. 10 times out of 10. Um, and then I almost put Big Hero 6, which, if you haven't watched that, talk about emotion. Oh. I haven't seen that one also. Okay, well, you gotta see that. See, this is a list you have to make to watch yourself now. Okay. Big Hero 6, Frozen 2. But my number 5, kind of funny, but I don't know why I love it so much, but I do. Tangled. I love <laughs> Tangled. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just love it. And when you said like the newer princess movies, I was like, I don't have one of those on my list. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I I do. I sure. That was just funny. Like that's a funny movie. That's yeah, I think good. I think Flynn and Rapunzel are really good in it, and I think the music's good, and it's mm-hmm. a good story that they tell. I don't know. I just like it. Okay, I like it. I like the lantern part too. That's just yes, sick. yes. It's so cool. They actually do that in Disney. What? Yeah. Where have I been my whole life? Ah, uh, it's under like, a rock. Kind of amazing. Like they have a bunch of these lights, and I'm like, like they go like up and then they come back down. I think that's so sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, new goal. Well, those movies. See, we just uh, we created a list. I don't. There's so many more movies like I could go through. We could, we could, we should have done probably like real life movies. Like remember the Titans would be up there for me. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, we can do that Black in different weeks. Yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, I do like Black Panther. How many times? How many times did people want to hear about Disney? Every time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm I like these lists. I respect these lists. Lots of different, except for Inside Out. Inside mm-hmm. Out was the only double. I think that's impressive. Yeah. 
All right. So now we're going to move on to our top five Disney songs. I, I need I need your favorite character first. Oh, we're doing that first, right? You're right. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like here. Right. Um, I feel like my favorite character will probably be obvious after my favorite Disney ooh, movie. Ooh, can I guess it? Yes. Is it Alice? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a good guess, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, the look of devastation on your face. Wow. My favorite character is the Cheshire Cat. I told uh, you this. Remember I the Cheshire Cat sock? But on, I'm still, this. but I'm still an idiot. And got very confident in my pick. Yes. Here's my Cheshire Cat. Not that anyone who's listening can see it, but I can see my it boyfriend though. for Christmas got me a Cheshire Cat stuffed animal, and I cherish this thing with my whole heart. I love the Cheshire Cat. I don't know what it is. I just like on everything. Say, I feel like I just I like want to on everything. Right. I just want to watch the movie now when we end this. But the Cheshire Cat is definitely my fave, as I'm like petting it like the Godfather. But um, nice. I also really like Stitch. I think Stitch is cute. He's, Stitch is awesome. Um, he's probably up there. All right, I'll let you guess mine. I'll let you guess mine. <clears throat> I think I've um, said it before as well. So, like, if you get it wrong, haha. But if you get it right, I'll be sad because I, I got. honestly don't remember. But if I were... By the way, Stitch was also on my contenders list, but it's not Stitch. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I mean, um, I know you like Andy, but... No, I don't like. Uh, I do like Andy, but it's not Andy. It's not Andy. It's not from Toy Story. Is it, it is from Toy Story. Oh, it is. It's okay. Very much from Toy Story. I have three of them. Oh, the penguin. Absolutely not. It's not Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> you are making this far more difficult than you ever had to. I was going to say Buzz Lightyear, but it's Woody. <laughs> oh, why did I say Andy? I meant Woody instead of ah, Andy. Ah, see. What the see, hell? There's your confusion. Sorry. When you said Andy, it's like, I mean, I like Andy, but no. No, I was thinking Woody in yeah. my head, and I oh, said Andy. See, for okay, I'll give you credit then. Yeah, it's definitely Woody. Uh, I was like, okay, people, fun fact freshman year, when I had really bad um, bronchitis, I, or no, sophomore year, I had really bad bronchitis. I and bronchitis. literally, people made fun of me for when I laughed, I sounded like Wheezy from toy story like my my laugh was I can spot that. on i can imagine and i still kind of laugh like that now but <laughs> i like wheezy i think he's annoying but I funny like wheezy, but yeah not my favorite of all time i mean easily woody i i cried in the third and fourth film cried i like the Gone. aliens too yes the aliens are a classic there's not really bad characters in toy story Facts. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Potato Head, Ham, Rex, Slinky. We can go on a long list here. Like we're just gonna, I'm just gonna stop. Now we can get onto the songs because that's what we promised. Would you like me to start off this time? Or yes, you can like start off. Here? We'll go back and forth. Um, are we gonna play? Are we gonna are play yours? the song? Yes. After, okay. After each time. Are you? No, did you number yours? Um. Yeah. I guess I sort of have them in order. I definitely kind of don't <laughs> we'll start with five okay go backwards we'll start with five um <laughs> um okay so have you seen the original frozen yes do you think i'm about to say let it go because no. i'm not because i'm not okay i hate that song <laughs> okay good so <laughs> 
So I had two songs on this list that I was borderline. I'm going to go with this one. For the first time in forever. I really like that song from Frozen. It's when uh, it's when they're, you know, getting ready to finally see people and the gates. I, I they're having the party. They're having the party at the uh, castle. Is it a castle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apologize. I've watched Frozen once in my life, and it was in the past year. Really hit me. Really hit me. Great film. Great film. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, for the first time in forever, and you're going to hear it, now. The window is open, so's that door. I didn't know they did that anymore. Who knew we owned 8,000 salad plates? For years I've roamed these empty halls. Why have a ballroom with no balls? Finally, they're opening up the gates. There'll be actual real life people. It'll be totally strange. Wow, am I so ready for this change? Cause for the first time in forever, there'll be music, there'll be light. For the first time in forever, I'll be dancing through the night. Don't know if I'm elated or gassy, but I'm somewhere in that zone. For the first time in forever I won't be alone I can't wait to meet everyone What if I meet the one? Tonight imagine me gown and all Fetchingly draped against the wall The picture of sophisticated grace I suddenly see him standing there A beautiful stranger tall and fair I want to stuff some chocolate in my face But then we laugh and talk all evening Which is totally bizarre Nothing like the life I've led so far For the first time in forever There'll be magic, there'll be fun For the first time dream I'd find romance but for the first time in forever at least I've got a chance don't let them in don't let them see be the good girl you always have to be conceal don't feel, put on a show, make one wrong move and everyone will know, but it's only for today, it's only for today, it's agony to wait, tell the guards to open up the gate.
time. Oh, it's me every time. Okay. <laughs> my number five is going to take a full 180 from Frozen. Um, mine would be Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. Ah, another classic. Another classic. That one. Actually, that's way more classic than my choice, but that's fair. I just like, I don't know what it, I mean, I love nature but it's just like the whole like I feel like the song is great but also like the graphics of everything with the song makes mm-hmm. it even better mm-hmm. so like the, it's like a music video kind of yeah it's really good so that's probably my number five and yeah. here it is you think I'm an ignorant savage and you've been so many places I guess it must be so but still I cannot see if the savage one is me how can there be so much that you don't know you don't know you think you own whatever land you land on The earth is just a dead thing you can claim But I know every rock and tree and creature Has a life, has a spirit, has a name Think the only people who are people Are the people who look and think like you But if you walk the footsteps of a stranger You'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grinned? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? the hidden pine trails of the forest come taste the sun-sweet berries of the earth come roll in all the riches all around you and for once never wonder what they're worth the rainstorm and the river are my brothers the heron and the otter are my friends and we are all connected to each other In a circle, in a hoop that never ends How high does the sycamore grow? If you cut it down, then you'll never know colors of the wind you can own the earth and still all you'll own is earth until you can paint with all the colors of the wind nice nice that was really good that was really good um, I just hope you all know that we're literally just stopping and not speaking for like <laughs> solid five to 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. Great song. Great song. Great choice. Um, so my 
fourth choice, I guess, is A Whole New World from Aladdin. Mm. I, I, like I, I feel like I should have put Aladdin on my top five movies. I love Aladdin. Aladdin's yeah, great. Yeah, me too. Uh, never gets the respect it deserves, in my mind. Never gets the respect it deserves. But A Whole New World, Aladdin, Jasmine, and you're going to hear it right now. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over sideways and under On a magic carpet ride A whole new world A new fantastic point of view No one to tell us no Or where to go Or say we're only dreaming It's just so good. It's just so good. Ah, oh, and when they're flying on the carpet, and oh, just amazing, amazing. All right, your turn. All right, my number four is "Dig a Little Deeper" from Princess and the Frog, oh, and it's um, what's her name, Mama Odie. Yes, she just cracks me up. I think she's hilarious, and I just love um, blues music. My dad loves blues music, so because of him. I listen to not a ton of blues music, but I've grown up listening to a decent amount of blues music. And because this is based in New Orleans, obviously, they got to throw blues music in there. And this song is a prime example of that. So here is Dig a Little Deeper. <laughs> you listen to your mama now. Don't matter what you look like. Don't matter what you wear. Come in the rain you got on your finger. We don't care. Don't care. Don't matter where you come from. Don't even matter what you are. A dog, a pig, a cow, a goat, had an all in here. And they all knew what they wanted, what they wanted me to do. I told them what they need. 
I think okay, so this is gonna sound terrible. I know the song. I do know mm-hmm. the song, but I've never seen the movie from beginning to end. Really? Yeah. It's really good. I think you'd like it. I I've heard it's really good. I just have never watched it from beginning to end. It's one of those movies I need to still see. Like like you said, you haven't seen uh um you haven't seen shit. Frozen two. Frozen two or um Oh, Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Great movie. Uh yeah, so I'll see that. You have to see those two, but okay, okay. I will like it, she says. We'll see. I know it's based in Louisiana. I know, yeah. I know the main, most of it. I've seen clips of it. I've just never seen it. Uh, no one's seeing this hand motion besides me. <laughs> All right, so uh, number three. Mm-hmm. Hakuna Matata <laughs> from Classic. The Lion King. I almost didn't have this on the list, and then I was like, ah, hello, hello, what am I doing? Uh, that's a classic. I can sing the whole thing, you know, beginning to end, 22. Do it now. No. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. They rather Instead actually, of listening to the song. They rather hear the clip, because the clip is starting now. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata Ain't no peasant craze It means no worries For the rest of your days It's our problem-free Philosophy Hakuna Matata Why, when he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. Very nice. Thanks. 
He found his aroma like a certain appeal. He could clear the savannah after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul, though I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood downwind. And oh, the shame! He was a shame! What a change in my name! Oh, what's in a name? And I got downhearted. Not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no passing praise. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Yes, say it, kid. It's our problem free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Gets it every time. Get, gets me every time. I think I've said that after every you song. You said it after every song. <laughs> but I don't know what else to say because I don't get to hear it, so I can't react to it. Because, like, if I got to hear it, I'd probably sing it, and that would not be good for anyone. <laughs> You're number three. Mine is Zero to Hero from Hercules. That song is just... If you don't tap your foot to that song while you're watching that movie, there's something wrong with you because the muses kill that song it is so good that movie in general that movie's probably up there on i haven't seen hercules in so long oh they said you hadn't seen hercules no like, i've what seen is wrong hercules with you? who do you think i am i just I haven't seen it in a long time that's probably my top 10 like my freshman uh, year roommate and i would watch hercules all the time it is so good and that song just makes you want to dance and i think disney plus is going to be very much used within the next week so i can watch all these things again oh yeah oh yeah well, big time. here is Zero to Hero. Like that. When you smile, the 
his face on every face. On every bar. number two number two number two you're gonna hate me oh, but it's God. a toy story song but this number one's not so it's okay you've got a friend in me like come on you can't not love that song and like yeah i almost put it number one but i did it because <laughs> i am a reasonable person um, but it's great. Gets you, gets you in the feels if you actually like listen to the words. Randy Newman's great, and you're gonna listen to it now. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead And you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed You just remember what your old past said Boy, you got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me You got a friend in me you got a friend in me You got trouble And I got them too There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you We stick together See it through Cause you've got a friend in me You got a friend in me now Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am Stronger too, maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you, boy, and as the years go by, a friendship will never die. You're gonna see it's our destiny. You got a friend in me. 
You got a friend in me You got a friend in me classic see thank you for speaking because i didn't say it and i could have <laughs> said gets me every time but i didn't have to say it that time so thank you but yes another classic number You're two welcome. my number two is try everything from zootopia that song just makes me happy i love that movie zootopia and needs respect. I respect it, it does it's probably my top 10 also that would probably be that song just i don't know it gives good vibes you know and here it is
I can't explain how weird this is. Okay, like, I could have reacted and be like, "Oh, that was a great song," but this is really weird because like we just sit here and like, "Hey," because you know it makes it easier for me later. And you know I don't really care that people know this. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, but hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And now we're on to number one, the big one. Numero uno. The one I took from you. Uh oh. Is number one. How far I'll go from Moana. T- top stuff, hard to beat in my eyes. Um, I was I think I was singing it the other day, like nonstop in my head, and it was bad because like it's a good song. Uh, do you ever like sing a song and you forget the words and you're only singing one part nonstop? Because oh, yeah. I did I did that the other day with that. Oh, right. Um here, everyone, you get to listen to my number one, how far I'll go. From Moana. I've been staring at the edge of the water Long as I can remember Never really knowing why I wish I could be the perfect daughter But I come back to the water No matter how hard I try Every turn I take, every trail I track, every path I make, every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go, where I long to be. See the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me, and no one knows how far it goes. If the wind in my sail on the sea stays behind me, one day I'll know. Just no telling how far I'll go I know everybody on this island Seems so happy on this island Everything is by design I know everybody on this island Has a role on this island So maybe I can roll with mine Pride. I can make us strong, I'll be satisfied if I play along But the voice inside sings a different song What is wrong with me? See the light as it shines on the sea Very nice. The, fun fact, this year was the first time I saw Moana. Wow. When did but I not, see Moana first? I don't know. Not the first time I heard the song, though, because, duh, that song was everywhere. Um, you're number one to close My... out the countdown, to close out Disney Week Part 2. Take it away. My number one is Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Oh. Because, right? Oh, because what a I wonderful choice. Love 
Robin Williams. And that uh, song is another jam. That is such a good song. I think that's the song that I couldn't remember earlier that I wanted on my list and I took it off. So I'm very happy you had it on here. Yes. And here it is. Oh, I know I'm dreaming. Master, I don't think you quite realize what you got here. So why don't you just ruminate whilst I illuminate the possibilities? Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherry's out, he had a thousand tails. But master, you in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, pizzazz! Your blue and house, all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Alonzo, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, judge it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Life <laughs> is your restaurant, and I'm your melody. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir, we pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, the king, the shah. Say what you wish, it's yours. True dish about a little more baklevah. As I'm a column A, try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. No, no. Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this out their little hat? Can your friends go? Here. <laughs> you know, friends go abracadabra, let her rip, and then make the sucker disappear. So don't you sit there, slap your body hide. I'm here to answer all your business plans. You got me bona fide, certified. You got a genie toy charge to fail. I got a power to help you out. So what you wish, I really want to know. You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. Well, all you got to do is rub like so. Mr. Aladdin, sir, have a wish of two or three. I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend. Now, before we end this show, I think we should do an honorable mention because I, for sure, have an honorable mention song. Okay. Well, you can go first because I wasn't ready for this. Oh, well, you're welcome. (laughs) Mine would be... I can't even remember the name of the song. Oh, my goodness. It's from Tarzan. It's such a good song. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. I can't remember. Oh, You'll Be In My Heart. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, in my heart. Yeah, yes, that's, yes. It's that's such a, a good song. That's a classic. Now I feel the need to add my own classic. Oh, man. You want me to pick like a long, like an old classic? Because I can, I can hit you with one right now. Go for it. If you're asking for it. I can am. you feel the love? <laughs> Tonight by Elton John. Yeah, that's a good one. Fun yeah. fact: I do not like Elton John. Do you like that song? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's not like my favorite. Well, but like... it wasn't on my list. I just needed to pick a song of an honorable mention because okay, you just were well... like, "All right, let me screw you up." <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you what know what? Mean? You know what? I'll do. Um, I'll do a different one. I will do Into the Unknown from Frozen Two. There you go. Oh, okay. Into I have unknown. heard. Uh, I've heard that song only from TikTok. So. Oh well, that ruins it because TikTok yep. is a uh, toxic place. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it's a riot. Sometimes but a lot of times it's riot. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the uh, Disney Disney version week two. Week two. So bad news, we went an hour. So all these songs are going to make it over an hour. But I really don't care. And everyone can accept it. Uh, Do you have any last thoughts? Because this was fun. Um, Cough in your elbow? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to be your new thing. Every week you're just going to be like hitting us with these random things. Cough in your elbow. Uh, Well, that's what... I, that's what we used to do when I was on the um, sports desk at my high school. For some reason, it's it was just a rite of passage that everyone would always say, cough in your elbow. Like, I don't know why it was a thing. So <laughs> That was a good cough, one. That was a good one. Cough in your elbow, peace and blessings. Um, uh, uh, this is actually going to be a shot at you. This is going to be my last thing. Don't drink Monster because it destroys your insides. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You no, know I'm right, nice. but you know, know I'm right. right but... Ah, drink monster. I don't really care. You can do whatever you want. Just don't, just don't hurt yourself. Don't drink, don't drink more than two in a day, or don't drink it at all because it's just not yeah, good for you. Yeah, don't drink it at all. I don't drink it, but you do, and that's why I said it because I would never think of monster otherwise. <laughs> I got the perfect reaction. All right, this was the morning after episode four. Wow, look at that. We're already. We are moving ahead. We're almost to the big episode five, then the big 10, then the big 25, then the big fifth. Yeah, I just got very ahead of myself. I just got a headache. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was the morning after. I'm Scott Edwards. And I'm Brenna Roberts. And we will see you next week. Peace and blessings. I see what's happening, yeah. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. Well, it's nice to see that humans never change. Open your eyes, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky? Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. Just an ordinary demi-guy. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky? When you were waddling, yay, hide this guy. When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below? You're <laughs> looking at him, yo. Oh, also I lasso the sun. You're welcome to stretch your days and bring you fun. Also, I harness the breeze. You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees. So what can I say except you're welcome for the islands I pulled from the sea. There's no need to pray, it's okay. You're welcome. Ha! I guess it's just my way of being me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, come to think of it. 
kid. Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed a meal, I buried its guts. Sprouted a tree, now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been, I make everything happen. Look at that, me, mini Maui, just look at that. It's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. Well, come to think of it, I gotta go. Hey, it's your day to say you're welcome. Cause I'm gonna need that boat. I'm sailing away, away, you're welcome. Cause Maui can do everything but float. And thank you!